0: What up y'all welcome to the latest episode of Giggles Irene radio if you haven't already please be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud audio Mac and wherever you listen to podcasts because we are everywhere today's special guest is coming to us straight from Las Vegas I want to say you're the first guest I've ever had from Las Vegas from
1: La- the first one mm-hmm. damn that's crazy yeah, so that's we're so close
0: it, right um he just released a project that reached number 2 on the hip hop charts so congratulations.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: And um everyone welcome Echo. What's up? <laughs> how are you?
1: I'm I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I bet after having your project reach number 2 how exciting.
1: Yes, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's awesome. And the and the reception has been great and the, mm-hmm. the way the fans are reacting to it has been awesome and yeah. Obviously, you know, having something Hit a number two on you know the iTunes charts is just you know awesome to see. So yeah. I've been super stoked on it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a high that you don't
1: want to go away, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a high. But I, I guess like I don't know. I'm weird. So as soon as anything good happens, I'm always like, well, fuck. How, can I cuss on this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. How am I gonna? How am I gonna top that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. You know I'm the mean? same way. I'm the same way. Or I think like, dang, this went so good. What's gonna fuck up now?
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I think that's just kind of the. I don't even want to say the artist mind, just the creative mind, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? When you've done something or I guess I I always feel like creatives, like we talk Mm -hmm. ourselves up just a little too much. And Uh so it's like, I think that happens in regular jobs too, right? When you do something so good, it's like, all right, well, how am I going to,
0: how am I going to top this? Yeah.
1: When are they going to realize like that? I just got lucky or, Uh you know what I mean? Or all these kinds of things. It's all that kind of just self doubt and Mm -hmm. trying to, you know, waiting for the other shoe to drop kind of thing.
0: And it's crazy because we're filled with all this self doubt, but at the same time, like n- we have to be our number one fan. Yeah, like you know, so it's it's just always a mixture of like up and down emotions for creatives.
1: Yeah, it's a weird dichotomy of thinking that obviously you put all your time, money, and effort into doing something, but in yeah. the back of your head, there's a voice that's like, "Yeah, you're never gonna." Yeah, you're like, "Oh, you, just you suck me that
0: one time." Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. But it's like. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes, you, you continue moving regardless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah, so you have to, but that's also I think having that is better also because any hate you get on the internet, which is inevitable, uh huh, is like yo whatever. Thank dude. God like, for
0: the mute button though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Any but any of that shit is even like. Yeah, Yo, whatever you have to say about me, like mm-hmm. I've already said to myself exactly, a thousand times. So, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Com-
0: yeah, it's kind of like one of those things where you make fun of yourself before the other person can make fun of you. you know? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, I've already done that.
1: It's yeah, like, I've already, I've already run through all. I know all my weak spots. I know uh, all the things I fucked up. I know all the shit you, you're gonna yeah, say, and it's exactly. like I've already said it to myself a thousand times. Mm-hmm. So whatever.
0: Yeah. Dang it's crazy how we psych ourselves out like that but it works out for for the better you know.
1: Yeah, it's like some sort of weird uh you know trying to self-sabotage mm-hmm. but also being that that also becomes a catalyst for you know breakthroughs mm-hmm. on what you're doing and yeah. if you're not your worst critic are you Putting out your best work, exactly. you know what I mean. I, I, I'd i rather be my worst critic because then everybody else is just kind of white noise in the background. Because mm-hmm. I've already run myself through the ringer yeah. on whatever it is. So whatever I put out, I've already kind of run through every checklist of what I possibly couldn't like about it. Mm-hmm. And once I put it out, it's like you can say whatever you want, and it's not really you. You can't get to me yeah, once yeah. it's out because I've already checked off everything and obviously made it to a point where i feel like those those issues aren't really Mm -hmm. a a thing that bother me anymore so it's
0: not gonna keep you up at night and shit
1: yeah so if you don't like it in my head your taste just sucks
0: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah you know what i mean (laughs) or it just doesn't
1: match with mine so Mm -hmm. that's fine
0: exactly so exactly you know i tried to do a little bit of research on you before you got here and i didn't really find that many interviews but you carry conversations really well why why haven't you done any any interviews?
1: I, I mean, nobody really wants. I, I don't. I don't get asked often.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So, um, yeah, I guess
0: <laughs> you're like that's that's just
1: it. Yeah. Or or the other thing is like I'm always just super busy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Doing all this, you know, independently is just a oh, full time thing, and it's always constant go go go. Mm-hmm. And th- there comes a point where it's like. I can do this interview or I can do this video or like so what am I able to do in the time frame that I have you know what I mean
0: mm, okay so you have to kind of like weigh the pros and cons and be like ah
1: yeah but I obviously I love doing it yeah, and so yeah. it's never like I don't want to do that it's just mm-hmm. like at this moment what is the priority and it's yeah, like yeah. well the priority right now is like if I have to sacrifice one thing it's it's always like having to sacrifice okay. on that end unfortunately mm-hmm. but I'm at a point now where I'm like I'm not going to keep doing that I want to get out and yeah. talk to people
0: okay yeah that's good because I feel like you're so vulnerable in your music which we'll talk about later but um that people are going to want to like pick your brain on it you know yeah so. I think so
1: Yeah, And I'm always, I'm open to it. I like having Mm -hmm. the conversation about the music.
0: Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about um, you growing up with your, with music. Was music a huge influence on you growing up?
1: No, I never, I never tried making music until Mm -hmm. later in life when I was younger. But music, music growing up to me was Mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. Like my life revolved around music. Mm -hmm. It was ingrained in my everyday living. I was. Yeah it was all about what music we were listening to mm-hmm. and what was new and you know when i was growing up it, i just i was so fully engulfed yeah in different music and that was my escape yeah was listening to artists and i really fell in love with lyrics over everything mm-hmm. okay. like i was never that huge on production or beats or anything it was yeah. always what the person was saying and how they were saying it and how that related to me and mm-hmm. what i was going through or anything like that like i got deep into lyrics with people that's so growing up that was always the artist i gravitated towards the most Mm -hmm. um but i didn't even think that i could make music i didn't know the first step to making music i didn't know how anybody really did it it's a very Mm -hmm. overwhelming monster looking at from the outside especially when you've never done it before and you have no idea how to write a song or Mm -hmm. song structure or do i just what do I say?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I just
1: start saying shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And which is kind of how it works. <laughs> how it like works you just kind of start like <laughs> saying shit until you figure out what you want to say. And mm-hmm. you say enough of, I, I really think that you're just a bad, uh, replica of who you like mm-hmm. for a while until, until you figure you out yourself. yourself uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause that's, that's just how it is. Like you, you, you mimic, you know, the things that you like that you see mm-hmm. in others and, for long enough until you figure out song structure and style and yeah. you get comfortable enough into it where you can really learn to be yourself, mm-hmm. which is an art on its own completely. Yeah.
0: yeah. So how did you, how did you go about finding yourself within music?
1: That's pretty much how, it was. I mean, yeah, I just, just, I mean, trying, I was like, a bad, bad <laughs> example of the people I listened to so for long were, enough. Who
0: were you listening to then?
1: <laughs> I mean, I grew up, I was a huge Tupac fan growing okay. up. Tupac was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean i grew up in big into skate culture so hip-hop okay punk rock and more like pop punk that was like all my shit growing up
0: that makes so much sense
1: yeah so once i started making my own music mm-hmm. i think at that time and i I'd, I'd gotten sober a couple years before i started actually making music so mm-hmm. At that time, I was into some probably super emo shit. I was listening to like a lot of atmosphere, a lot of like Jedi Mind Tricks, which isn't really—they have some more emotional type stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, I was super big into yeah atmosphere, Jedi Mind Tricks, like Sean Price, a lot of underground shit. Yeah. Especially in that time, it was mostly underground. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was always a massive Tupac fan, or like MERS. a lot a lot of those underground cats. Mm-hmm. Obviously not Tupac, but no, other but people. I understand yeah. what
0: you mean. Yeah, like. Yeah, I get it. Like, you weren't, um, like, not the mainstream stuff, right?
1: Yeah, I wasn't listening to Drake. I wasn't, at those times especially, I was not listening to, mm-hmm. like, Drake or Lil Wayne or, like, Dipset yeah. or, mm-hmm. like, any of that shit. Yeah. I was I was honestly against it. I was like, oh, really? I, I'm i like, nah, this is, like, it's all about underground shit. It's mm-hmm. all about the underground, the independent. Yeah.
0: I have some cousins that are like that, stuff. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, I get it. The older I've gotten, the more I've learned to find the good in everything. Mm-hmm. And not look at something just because there's like a mainstream label behind it, or because yeah. it's on the radio. Like just because it's on the radio doesn't mean it's bad. Like yeah. I used, to, I remember growing up, it was like it was on the radio. Fuck that.
0: Same, same. But no, I can't completely understand. <laughs> no,
1: nah, you can find the good in everything, and there yeah. is. It's it's so you know it, it's such a. But it, I don't want to not experience. Mm-hmm things that I might like or be into Just, because of my own bias yeah. that it was mm-hmm. created through me wanting to be like the, the people I thought were cool because yeah. someone I thought was cool was like, yo, fuck the radio punk rock. I was like, mm-hmm. yo, dude's yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm going to adopt that into <laughs> yeah. my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then now I'm going to miss out on a bunch of shit that I might mm-hmm. like. Cause I'm trying to be like this dude that I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was how a lot of things were when I was growing up and I kind of s- adopted that, you know, a little later in life, but I started shedding it. You know especially when i started making my own music because mm-hmm. then you realize how difficult it is yeah how hard it is mm-hmm. and how unfair judgment is and mm-hmm. it's like damn i've been judging this whole time like yeah. that like i was that guy like yeah. fuck that man and so then you start being a little more accepting into
3: mm-hmm.
1: other genres or other sounds or other things and trying to find like what do people like about this even yeah. if i don't like it like i don't like quote-unquote mumble rap or what mm-hmm. i don't think mumble rap's a thing anymore but
2: yeah, it but, was. Uh-huh. You know
1: what I mean for for a minute, and it's like it, there'd be a lot of hate on it, but then you know, like curiosity is like, well, why the fuck people like it? Yes.
2: Yeah, so so like, what,
1: about it? Uh-huh. what about it? Uh huh. What about it? You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, well, how talented are you? Can you incorporate the things that people like about this thing you don't like? Yeah. Into your own sound without turning into it to try and at least, you know what I mean? Yeah. And do different things, and to me, that's creative and that's fun and that's mm-hmm. different types of things. But that that was a for me an extremely mature thought process that i had to go to and finally get to after years of being biased against Mm -hmm. things that were cool or mainstream or or popping or whatever you know what i mean Mm -hmm.
0: and it really does take years or like like it takes a minute to kind of like step out of that mindset and be like okay this because i know like i wanted to get into radio because i was like i want to play the shit the underground shit yeah yeah. and then i went to school and i was just like that's uh," and i had to learn the process of like why this is played and why this isn't played. and i was just like oh okay like so then yeah like you said you learn you grow and you mature and then you're like fuck okay
1: well there's (laughs) an interesting thing too because there's like a weird like if you hear a song on the radio it's Mm -hmm. like okay let me be honest with myself mm-hmm. take my own bias out of this yeah do i like this Mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah and all right if i sit down and honestly give something a chance like do i like this can mm-hmm. i find something about this that i like yeah like challenging yourself yeah to to try new things mm-hmm. instead of just as soon as you hear something like immediate your immediate response like nah i don't, I fuck don't with like that. this
2: shit Yeah. huh
1: it's like all right hold on Mm-hmm. Just stop for a second, take a remove back, the bias, yeah. uh-huh. remove the ego, remove all the shit. And yeah, it's like, exactly. just listen to it. Like, do I like this? Pop Smoke Breakers. Like, fuck yeah, I do. shit is hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. This beat's crazy. This flow is dope. It's different. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you go to a restaurant and try a taste you've never tried before, it might take you a minute to get acclimated to it. But then mm-hmm. four days later, you're like, uh-huh. uh, damn, uh, I want to go back there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, a, you know, a different approach to things.
0: Mm-hmm how old were you when you went through that thought process if you don't mind me asking
1: um when i started like trying out new music and stuff like that mm-hmm. probably might some like i don't know it, it was shortly after i started making music okay. so it was like okay. 2021 20, something yeah. like that when i was like all right let me let me see mm-hmm. you know what i mean instead of just being like punk rock forever fuck everything yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like let me just try and see what's actually going on yeah. and what I can like.
0: Okay. So you were so fairly young and you were just, you had matured with that mindset. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. That's good. Cause now it shows in your music, like all how you're able to put all that into, into everything that you're putting out now.
1: Yeah. That's where I try. It's, and that's the same thing is like, I'll listen to things that are popular or just things that I like. Mm-hmm. And that's what it really comes down to. If I, really sit and like do i like this like yeah. do i like this acoustic song i'm like yeah mm-hmm. i would like to do that
3: mm-hmm. why
1: can't i do that well, i can so yeah. let's try it you mm-hmm. know what i mean so it's that whole thing of not putting limits on myself and not putting limits mm-hmm. on the things that i like and mm-hmm. if my sound starts to change it's only because my taste starts to change and ah, okay. i open myself up to new sounds and new types of production and, mm-hmm. and things like that so then i just start to gravitate towards those things and yeah inevitably the sound will change with it mm-hmm. and that's just because i'm trying new stuff and i like new things and i get bored of mm-hmm. listening to the same shit yeah you know what i mean and i'm like I'm with my listeners i'm like i'm hope you, i hope you're getting bored too
0: yeah and then you want them to grow with you and yeah. you grow and explore uh-huh exactly yeah when it comes to your fan base and obviously like you want them to to grow with you and continue to like mature with you and kind of go through things with you as you're putting it out. Um, how is it that you've been able to do that? Because you have a solid fan base, right? Your, yeah. your project got to number two, which I'm gonna bring up throughout the whole interview. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> <Thanks>. that's fine. <laughs> but um, for what, what advice would you give to artists to kind of like build that solid fan base?
1: I think what it comes down to is just knowing yourself and being genuine in your music Mm -hmm. and what you like yeah having an extremely distinct voice that's unique to you
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um which took a while for me to find and figure out and fine-tune but -hmm. once you figure that out and you're genuine yeah you can do anything Mm -hmm. as long as you're staying true to yourself because eventually fans will fuck with you Mm -hmm. it's like i don't care what you're doing as long as you're doing it to the best that you can do they're probably gonna fuck with it Mm -hmm. which is why i can do some super nerd rap type shit that has to do (laughs) just comics because that's like genuine to me it's Uh shit that i'm really i'm not doing it just to to catch some clout or something like that i'm doing it because i like it
0: nag those comic book fans yeah i'm doing
1: it because i'm into it and Mm -hmm. the way i do it is the way i would hope somebody would do it right yeah you know what i mean i made 20 of those Mm -hmm. i've put out three yeah, because there's only three that I was like, this is this is what's right. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like makes sense. And this is genuine to me and to the culture and to yeah. what it belongs to. Yeah. And I think this is what, you know, it would deserve. Mm-hmm. But then I can also do just some hard rap shit because that's also true to me and yeah. how I'm feeling and what I'm doing. But I, then I can do some acoustic shit or I can mm-hmm. do a 50 song. I can do whatever I want as long as I'm yeah. staying true to myself. And if I'm just experimenting, doing something that's fun. hmm i'm genuinely doing it because i think it's fun it's yeah. not ever to it's all it's not like short term short plays mm-hmm. everything i make is a long play for me in the long run because i always know any song i put out i have to live with forever forever like if you don't like it you don't have to fucking listen to it ever yeah you know? i'm stuck with that shit for life
0: yeah it's, it's on you forever
1: <laughs> yeah so if i don't like it then you know or if it's not genuine to me i'll i i'll know I know then but I'll put it out but then a couple years from now I'll look back and be like fuck why did I do that Mm -hmm. and I don't want to I don't want to live like that I don't want my music to be like that it's too important to me and I think the fans you know understand that and we've built this community around it Mm -hmm. and the community that's built around being genuine and being Mm -hmm. yourself and not being afraid to to be into the shit that you're into or you know I mean if you're you know, you got your own problems. If you got mental health issues or Mm -hmm. if, if you're just a fucking hip hop head that's trying to, you know, rock out to some lyrics and and you fuck with lyric heavy music, or if you're just trying to vibe to some shit, or you feel like you fit in just outside of what the norm is, or just Mm -hmm. outside of the mainstream, not, you know, not fully on this underground ship and not fully on the mainstream shit. It's Mm -hmm. like, well, I kind of rest here in the middle. Mm -hmm. That's where, you know, you'll find something in that pocket where yeah. i'm at you know what i mean mm-hmm. where i try to exist at least yeah and uh, once you can get that across mm-hmm. and and build your your music or i hate saying build your brand but build your brand mm-hmm. to represent you the best you can yeah. then all you have to do is stay true to yourself and yeah. really dig deep and be like you know th- what am i into mm-hmm. is this what i'm into okay well then just go with that
0: yeah And have you found that it makes um, your creative process easier because you don't have to like put on a hat to be like this character because it's truly you?
1: Yes and no. Because there's times where it's like, I'd like to just phone it in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of natural. You know, you get tired and you're like, I could just, I just bang out the 16 real quick and Mm -hmm. do, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you can't do that, Mm -hmm. you know? And so on one end, I don't ever have to try hard to, to be anything outside of it, but also it, there is something to be said about always having to, you know, dig a little bit past the surface mm-hmm. to try and figure out, you know, what the meaning underneath the song is and revise lyrics, you know what yeah. I mean? Because I'll go in and, and write a song or write a verse that is phoning it in, sort mm-hmm. of, just so I can get a structure down, and then I have to go in and revise it and be like, all right, what do I really want to say and then yeah. figure that out, you know?
3: Mm. Okay,
0: okay. So there is, like, it's not just... um going in there and talking about your day you are like
1: yeah it's all mostly <laughs> intentional as <laughs> yeah, can be yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. not always sometimes just to fuck around and have some fun but even yeah. those are intentional in, in the way that they are
0: mm-hmm. and that's great because your fan base how they've been with you for so long they'll be able to tell whether you are whether it's genuine or not you know
1: yeah so and there might be things that they don't you know that certain people don't agree with or mm-hmm. sounds that they don't yeah, fuck I mean, with necessarily, but at the same with time, with it's like but. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know. And I've said this from the jump: is like I'm, I'm never gonna let anybody tell me what to make, fan yeah. or hater. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't listen to the chatter on either side. Yeah, because I'm not gonna let people who don't like my shit mm-hmm. dictate influence what I do. Yeah, uh huh. But you have to be careful to not let the people who do like your shit dictate what yeah. you do, because then in the same way, you're not gonna grow. Mm-hmm. If I'm only doing what. I think you guys want, you're never going to make everybody happy. Exactly. So as long as I'm making me happy mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you like it or you don't like it, at least I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. again, I'm the one who has to live with it. So
2: exactly. Yeah.
1: You can either get with it or, or go listen to someone else. That's fine.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I but think also, go I'm going to be doing me over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also what fans sometimes need to realize is that like as fans, as music fans, we just want to digest everything and we want it to cater to us. And when it doesn't, we're so hurt. But at the same time, it's okay to not like everything that your favorite artist puts out.
1: That's true. And that's hard as an artist to to wrap your head around too. Mm-hmm. It's like not everybody has to like everything you do. Yeah. But I think it's also important. Yeah, you're right. It's not always, nothing is always going to cater to you in uh-huh. every single way. Yeah. And it's impossible to think that. But we like to think that, especially mm-hmm. with the artists that we like. And a lot yeah. of times it does. But a lot of times you have to go into you know, a new record or a new project from an artist mm-hmm. and give them a clean slate. It's not yeah. fair to compare them to who they were last year. Mm-hmm. Like step in, like reevaluate. Like, am yeah. I a fan of this artist? Like, let me listen mm-hmm. to it as a new artist. Like, yeah. how do I feel about it? Mm-hmm. Instead of going in with all these preconceived yeah. ideas of comparing it to this old, whoever this uh-huh. other person was. That's not fair. Yeah, You know what I mean? And also... Just because you like it, don't like it doesn't mean it's bad.
0: Mm -hmm, Exactly.
1: And that that is something that people don't understand.
0: And some artists too. I feel like not everybody needs to like all of your shit. Yeah. Like you don't. Like I understand. It feels nice to show it to people and have them be like, "Oh yeah, I fuck with this." But if they don't. It's not the end of the world. There's a lot of people out there that will fuck with you, you know?
1: And just because someone doesn't like it doesn't mean it's bad. Exactly. Like the ego involved Mm -hmm. in somebody thinking if I don't like this, it's trash, is like beyond me. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's like it's just not made for you yeah it's not your taste mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like that's fine it doesn't mean it's bad because someone else might like it exactly and further is like the people who will hate on someone who likes something they don't like mm-hmm. is fucking crazy <laughs> yeah like, all like, that makes you happy and helps you get through your day that shit's trash like you're calling everybody you.
0: on twitter out right now
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely because i don't do it in the comments anymore because it's a losing battle but i'll do it publicly
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i can imagine you all day just being like you know what fuck this i'm not even gonna respond to nobody no more
1: <laughs> most of the time it's like writing a response and writing the response on its own makes you feel better and it's like yeah i don't need to yeah
3: and then you just I don't need to lead to, it up. yeah <laughs> yeah
1: there's it's, it's always a losing battle there's i've never seen somebody win mm-hmm. by making a rebuttal yeah. on to a comment it's always bad yeah, no matter what always like there's no there's no upside it's just leave it the fuck alone uh uh-huh. yeah
0: Okay, so I wanted to talk about the indie grind Mm because you said earlier you're doing everything on your own, and you know sometimes you have to say no to things and stuff. How um, how has that been, especially with the change because of COVID? I know a lot of artists had to kind of like re-strategize everything.
1: Well, when COVID hit, we didn't. I didn't have to re-strategize as much. Mm -hmm. It's more as just. change change the gears a little bit Mm -hmm. and look at you know obviously touring isn't happening anymore for Mm -hmm. that you know for that time and what am I going to do and I know a lot of people that weren't able to be creative in that space Mm -hmm. they were having a really hard time yeah you know making stuff or or finding inspiration Mm
3: -hmm.
1: to uh to create or the motivation to create Mm -hmm. and um which I totally understand for them, but for me, it was more of a, a fire underneath that I was okay. like, "All right, well, if these tours aren't going to happen, I was kind of depending on that. Like, what? Like, where's where's my place mm, okay. in that in the current climate of the mm-hmm. way the music is now? So, what am I going to do? I'm not just going to stop. I've worked mm-hmm. way too hard this whole time to just stop so, doing shit. Yeah,
0: put yourself on pause.
1: Yeah, or worry because you know tours aren't happening. So mm-hmm. everybody else is home and everybody else is making dope shit all day long and so i need to be making as much if not more Mm -hmm. and uh so it just i was just in writing mode and figuring out different ways to to exist online and Mm -hmm. tiktok stuff and yeah where can i find a a fan base there or a place Mm -hmm. to live on on that app with new people and just different ways that i can Get my music out that isn't even just necessarily through the music, a different mm-hmm. means of expression and creating or advertising or yeah. marketing myself that isn't doesn't feel like marketing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because yeah. I hate being sold to and I know I don't like selling things, mm-hmm. so how can I figure out a way to do that without feeling like I'm doing it and yeah, do it in a fun way and offer something that somebody else doesn't have?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, started just writing a lot more music and doing a lot more videos and mm-hmm. finding you know different ways to express on TikToks and just just different ways to keep content going Mm -hmm. and stay, you know, in the pipeline for people, you know, so people forget so quickly, they do, you know, and this, this game is, it's a game of momentum Mm -hmm. and it's really easy to lose momentum. Yeah. And so continuing to stay on it in different ways, whether it's doing a rap duet that that some people might like, and might blow up and get you a few new fans or Mm -hmm. doing a music video or just you know, rapping on a mic in your bedroom, whatever it is, there's so many different ways to reach new people. Mm -hmm. And that's really the name of the game here. It's what I'm here to do is reach as many people as I possibly can with the music and then find different ways to entertain and build the community that people feel happy in and want to exist in and want to be a part of Mm -hmm. outside of the music, just even with you know, the other people that I create with or the, the fans, you know what I mean? Through like Facebook groups the people who hang out or hang mm-hmm. out before shows or, yeah, you know, support each other and different creative things that they're doing. You know what I mean? To me, that, that ends up becoming the piece that's bigger than me that I like just watching. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And was that easy for you to do? Cause I feel like you're you you, like you said you want to make yourself marketable but not sell yourself like so how was that to make all of that content and still be like organic
1: again i think it really just comes down to being yourself Mm -hmm. and i know i'm i'm aware of how weird the internet is Mm -hmm. i'm I'm aware (laughs) of what a joke most of it is yeah and if you are you can either be in on the joke Mm -hmm. or pretend that it's not there and take it too yeah. seriously. So I just I've always tried to acknowledge just how weird mm-hmm. things are and so if I do market a song, I can do like a funny skit or something. Yeah. that's different that people fuck with or, you know, a rap thing that that's more fun that people can enjoy and also be like, "All right, so apparently he's got a he just dropped a new shirt or some mm-hmm. shit." You know what I mean? Whatever okay, that okay. is, but do it in a way that it's still entertaining. Like I still want to offer value. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if there's value even in, you know, what I'm using to try and show you that I have tour dates out, yeah, then to me that's, that's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. I guess at the end of the day, I just don't ever want to just be a person that's like here, buy this ah, or here, okay. do this just or here, that, come to the show.
3: It's
0: like this, this is new here. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which I mean, sometimes you have to do, yeah, but I'd, I'd rather give you something of value while offering you mm-hmm. something that i'm selling if that yeah. makes sense no i get you because it's a weird thing to to sell stuff to people mm-hmm. and the, i've been doing this for so long there's still that thing in the back of your head of thinking like nobody's gonna buy this shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean but then yeah. they end up doing it and it's it's awesome it but still mm-hmm. i, I want to be able to offer as much as i can yeah you know
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i feel it um okay i want to talk about your project now okay so the detour three does that have a double meaning? Why is it spelled like that?
1: Oh, I just thought it was dope. <laughs> I was,
0: okay, because I was trying to figure it out. And I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna ask him because I don't want to look dumb.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's it's a valid question. Uh, I mean, I did the first Detour album.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we did the Detour Two, which mm-hmm. was like spelled with a with the two inside of the Detour, so like D E oh, okay. number two. Okay. And then with the detour, I was like, there's so many. I can just flip the letters. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make it look different instead of just doing
0: the, the normal shit. Yeah, you know okay. what I mean? I thought well, it was cool. I was just like, OK, I wonder if there's like a, a double meaning behind this.
1: I mean, it's kind of to, you know, it's for that, too. Mm-hmm. So someone's like, what the fuck is that for? Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: Well, it got me in the ass. So I hope other people were asking, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's definitely I think a lot of people just assume that it's detour also without mm-hmm. the three. So, yeah because
0: that's what i thought it was at first
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's dope because then you know once you see it's like a three then there there is a story that's kind of led up to it Mm -hmm. or at least two albums before you know
0: yeah and it all interconnects yeah yeah um so it has 21 tracks which is i feel like is kind of unheard of for like it's a lot yeah yeah. but it's not it doesn't feel like 21 tracks does that make sense
1: that's good yeah we spent a long time on the uh, on the track list, <laughs> on on you know the order of the songs because mm-hmm. it's really important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on how you're going to ingest an album and mm-hmm. you know the it, you got to look at it like somebody or I always look at it like somebody who's never heard my music before stepping in and starting a track one and the journey you you would like for them to go on. Yeah, and not staying in one mood for too long to get boring or you know switching it up and. Mm-hmm not having too many songs with, you know, little substance and then throwing in songs Mm -hmm. that have massive substance to kind of offset that and, you know, give you kind of like a a full, you know, full course meal. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so you feel satisfied at the end. Yeah. 21 tracks is a lot. And that Mm -hmm. really comes down to, again, the the wanting to offer value.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Because we were releasing songs as singles. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's a singles market, it's kind of just, you know, the way things go. So yeah. everybody drops a song every two weeks, every three weeks, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And um, it was always leading towards an album. We did that with the album before, with The Detour 2. It was, you know, which was also 21 songs. Oh, okay. Um, so we would release singles and we're just doing it, just kind of going as mm-hmm. as we go and just playing it by ear and yeah. releasing the songs and releasing the videos and we get to a point I'm like yeah we have fucking 13 singles out like mm-hmm. we need to drop an album <laughs> like, I'm like, holy shit. We, we need <laughs> to put the album out there's too many songs
2: uh-huh.
1: but I want to put all these songs that I put out already onto an album and so mm-hmm. I want to consolidate them and so then we have 13 songs and I don't feel right selling those and everybody's, you know, majority of my big fans already have them already bought them. And what am I going to do? Just put slap a different artwork on it and Mm -hmm. be like, here you go. Pay me $10. I mean,
0: some people do that, but okay. Some people do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like more power to you if that's Mm -hmm. your thing. Like I don't feel right personally. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like that's value. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, I need to give them at least an EP's worth of new music. Yeah. So that I feel right selling, a whole new album. um, You know what I mean? At least you technically within there have a new album within mm -hmm. the other songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we had 13 songs and I, you know, add an extra eight. Mm -hmm. And so there's an extra, you know, albums worth technically,
0: it's kind of like a bunch of singles, but it's a deluxe. Yeah. <laughs> it's a deluxe for like the fans, fans that have all the singles.
1: Exactly. And so then you drop an eight brand new songs on mm-hmm. it. And so if you're, even if you've been listening for the past year to every song that drops, you can still go in there and get a brand new experience yeah. with the new songs, which if I would take the eight songs and put it on its own record would be mm-hmm. a complete record on its own. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh So we just kind of sprinkle it throughout and then I don't feel bad. Yeah. Asking. Twelve dollars for whatever it is, you know what I mean? Or putting it all on one thing, but then it does end up being a twenty-one song record, which is a lot, and I probably won't do again.
0: Really? Why? Why do you think that is?
1: Well, firstly, just because
0: to do a lot because um, of streaming.
1: Yeah, you're supposed to put out a lot of songs, Mm -hmm. and I'll still continue to do that. I'm not going to stop dropping singles the way I do. Yeah, but the the twenty-one song. I, I mean, maybe I. I guess never say never, but. I just don't want anything to get lost in the shuffle. Mm. I don't want someone to like, every time they put on the album, it's so long that they get through the first half and it's like, and then
0: they're
3: like,
1: eh. no, and then they're not like, eh, but it's like, you can like, if you even do a workout, like, you know what I mean? You're going to get through the first half of the album and okay. then you kind of just like turn it off to go do whatever you're doing. or If you're driving to work or whatever, mm-hmm. you always start at the beginning. I don't want you to miss the second half ah, because okay. there's a whole long ass second half. You know yeah. what I mean? So I just don't want things to get lost in that okay shuffle of so many songs that makes
0: sense yeah yeah i would have never thought of that at all honestly
1: (laughs) i might be overthinking it i probably no, but
0: like i think that's why artists do the deluxe like they'll drop their 12 or 13 and then they'll drop the deluxe that has an eight more
1: yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah. it just makes sense that totally makes sense i always feel like but when someone drops a deluxe record i always feel like oh these are the songs that didn't make it
3: Mm, okay that's
1: just me though i'm always like oh so these are the throwaways okay let's buy the deluxe and then you know what i mean (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And
1: I don't want to have that perception because they weren't. They were all like songs I could have yeah. absolutely and would have done as singles. Yeah. But I was like I just need to, these songs just need to mm-hmm. come out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Okay. It all it all makes sense to to us marketing-wise and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah but
1: <laughs> there's so much more going on than meets mm-hmm. the eye.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot. <laughs> so, um I want to talk about what you talk what you speak of like in your lyrics and stuff because that's what really stuck out to me throughout the whole project um it all makes sense from what you were speaking on earlier how like you were into the underground and you wanted to put like yourself into the music so um you didn't go like the clout route does that make sense mm-hmm. like you could have been talking about, like, bitches, jewelry, money. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides, like, your, um, you know, clout runs everything around me. Like, I was like, oh, that's clever. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, how important is that for you to always put yourself? I mean, I know you. you say that you want to be yourself at all times. But when you started making music... Um did going the mainstream route ever cross your mind at all, like when you were on the come up
3: no
1: i think i've I've delved more and more into it the further in my career I've gotten okay because I mean there's a lot more even songs like you know What do you do' or the Edge mm-hmm. have hooks that are in my opinion you know way more mainstream sounding you know yeah. even if just you know the way they're vocally produced with like some autotune or effects on them or mm-hmm. whatever. Just diving into different things that are popular right now that yeah. I think are dope,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and trying to sprinkle it into what I do, even though they're popular in the mainstream. Again, it's like, all right, well, I think those are dope, and once I realize I can do it, like I have this brand new tool mm-hmm. that I never knew I had. Yeah, and so I want to play with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then I start doing it, you know, on different songs and trying different things. Um, but content lyrically, I just I couldn't even deliver. I mean, I probably could but I would just, But
0: it would feel so fake.
1: huh? Yeah. If I was like talking <laughs> yeah. about like fucking bitches at the uh-huh. club or, you know, having like, I don't wear any jewelry. Like mm-hmm. I just, it's not the way I roll. It's just not yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, just, I understand like I've had songs and I'm like, yo, let's sell this. Mm-hmm. Cause oh, I okay. can, I can write it. I can mm-hmm. write it all day. That's just easy to me. Yeah. Um, And I can do lyrically what what other people are doing. And it's like, dope. I I can get that and then sell it. But also, to me, it's harder to do not that. Because that shit is so easy. Yeah. It's like, there's like almost a blueprint of like certain, uh, you know, points to hit. It's like, all right, fucking... For whatever is like the popular saying right now, <laughs> yeah. fucking throw that in, or some with some bitches, some with uh you know this type of car, or chain, you know the diamond, whatever the target,
0: it is, like you good. <laughs>
1: yeah, and it's like you can hit all those, and it's it's incredibly easy, and still can even be you know fun to do mm-hmm. because those songs are fun. There's a reason they're popular because uh-huh. the songs are fucking fun. Yeah, and a lot of people aren't listening to the lyrics; they're just mm-hmm. listening to the way the the cadence is and the melody is, exactly. and they don't even necessarily realize what's being said uh-huh. is how it's being said mm-hmm. and how the voice is being used Yeah, almost as an instrument
3: mm-hmm. you know
1: what i mean especially when there's so many effects on it and shit like that it's almost as a secondary instrument in the yeah. track so just doing different shit like that to me is, is fun but it's not genuine to me and i wouldn't even feel right putting it out mm-hmm. like it, would.
0: it goes back to like having your stamp on that forever yeah exactly <laughs> yeah exactly okay that's dope. I wish um I feel like a lot of artists know that about themselves about like, you know, having a song like that stuck with them, but they're so kind of um not afraid. They're most they don't want to miss the chance of like hopping on that wave or like yeah. missing like that one hit single that'll make them blow up so they could be themselves, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of like I mean, cause I get that. Cause it's like, okay, this is what's hot right now. Like, like mm-hmm. let's make something that sounds like this and you make something that sounds like that and, and you can, but like take it one step further and make it yourself. Like I get that it's, mm-hmm. you can use this sound and this type of cadence and this type of flow, but you know, lyrically, can you make it your own? Yeah. And that's where the the talent comes in Mm -hmm. and being unique and that's where you build a fan base yeah it's because i can listen to a hundred songs from ours but still be like all right who the fuck are you Uh, yeah Mm -hmm. like there's nothing to hold on to Mm -hmm. there's not like there's nothing tangible here then it's just a song that's here and it's gone the next day
2: exactly and it's in the
1: shuffle of the new music friday Mm -hmm. and then it's just gone yeah you know what i mean but if you hear even one line that's like hits on something that you've dealt with or you understand or you relate with, even if it's a fucking comic book and you're Mm -hmm. like, yo, I fuck with that. Okay, maybe I should, all right, I'm gonna listen to one more song. Like that right there can be the one thing or even if it's where you're from, whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. it is, like that's what people latch onto and that's why you get the successful people you have. Yeah. Even if you look at like someone, well, I wouldn't even say it, because a lot of mainstream artists is like, those songs are also written Mm -hmm. by somebody else. Yeah. yeah. And it's somebody in a booth writing 10 songs doing it in my Travis Scott voice or doing it in my Drake (laughs) voice or doing it in this voice and then they sell it. And Uh like, and I don't even, once you become a machine like that, like a Drake or, like I don't hate on that. Like that's Mm -hmm. what the fuck it is and the songwriters need to make their money and everybody's got a place in the music business. Mm -hmm. But that was always, (laughs) I don't even want to go that far. Like that was my, (laughs) fuck. Cause I hate that I've like, (laughs) like I listened to like the Kid Leroy album, Mm -hmm. right? And there's some great songs on that album. And I fuck with it. Mm-hmm. But I can only listen to a 17-year-old kid talk about grown up problems for so long where I'm like, dog, you obviously didn't write this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like drinking every morning, fucking mm-hmm. you know, like what? Yeah. Like, I'm not and I'm not trying to stop you from like I'm not trying to hate on whatever your experience uh-huh. is, but but you someone's but you, writing it from something. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I'm yeah. not saying he doesn't write some of his own shit, which I'm sure he does, but there's a lot of writers on that shit mm-hmm. writing what's popular. Yeah. And what kids will fuck with Mm -hmm. that is probably not genuine to a 17-year-old kid's experience. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you're not hooked on pills, drinking, you know what I mean? Or maybe I was when I was that age, Uh, but like, I don't know. It's just, I can only listen to like a young kid for so long talking about like grown-up ass shit that Mm -hmm. I'm like, I need to move on.
0: Yeah, like next tape. Yeah. Yeah, I get it, yeah. And I do, I do um, like you know how you say like you put yourself into the music right and you hope that somebody like latches on to like little pieces of it and yeah i literally like well i don't have it anymore but i used to have a playlist of like all the rappers that would mention like batman and robin because that's my favorite like superhero there you go. right so that's i was just, like yo every time they would mention it, i would add it to the playlist like yeah, yeah that's dope so it's just it's little like anecdotes like that that stick out to you or it's like little phrases where it's just like oh yeah like i remember going through that in college and then you get yeah. that you know exactly so it's it's little like things that um you went through and then you want no not that you do it for a purpose of people to relate to you but you do it because it's kind of like a therapy to you right to like let it out and if we it,
1: do it because it means something to you mm-hmm. like so even if it's a very if if you think something is incredibly unique to you mm-hmm. chances are it's definitely not yeah everybody thinks they're unique mm-hmm. you know what i mean everybody thinks that they're
0: my mom says i'm very no, i'm just kidding yeah right <laughs> <But> yeah.
1: everybody <laughs> thinks their experience in life is unique mm-hmm. and it is in a sense because your experience is unique to you mm-hmm. but i'm sure the things you're feeling i've felt
0: exactly in
1: my own experience uh-huh. and so if you say something in in a song about you know a certain way i'm sure i've felt Maybe I didn't know I felt that way, mm-hmm. but when I hear that line, I'm like, "Damn, that's how I felt."
2: Bing, yeah, you know
1: what I mean. And like, I relate with that, and I get that.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: and that's the that's one of the great things about music, because yeah, you just never know who you're touching or who who could relate to it.
1: Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and that's why it's important to be specific. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's it is weird. The the more specific you think you're being. To your own shit, the more relatable you end up becoming mm-hmm. to it as a whole. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. Um,
0: so I want to speak on your style. What. I, I, I hate asking this question too, but I want to know, I want to know your answer. Like I'm intrigued by your answer.
1: Okay. Um, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you were to describe your oh, sound, no. I know, I know. What would you describe it as? Cause you have a little bit of everything and like going back to what you listened to growing up and being like a skater, like I hear all the influences. That's why I said earlier that that makes total sense. Cause you have, you know, like your rapid rap and then it has kind of like a punk feel. And yeah. You know, so how would you describe your sound?
1: I would say like if 90s boom bap skate rap (laughs) had sex with like (laughs) some brand new like modern day Mm -hmm. type shit and that that was the kid, you know what I mean? Boom. (laughs) Because like you take me where these are my influences and this is the stuff that I'm into and that was like my wheelhouse mm-hmm. of like sound growing up but then like i do like new shit and i'm yeah i like where music is going i'm not i don't hate on on the evolution of music You're not like or an hap- that is
0: like oh i hate that shit no nah, like, man i hate
1: people that <laughs> like dude I, I i'm i'm lucky enough i'm that age where like i've seen things come and go mm-hmm. and i saw the shock and how people hated on it and yeah. then it became cool and now people are hating on it again mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm like, you know, whatever's hot right now, in ten years, people are gonna fucking make fun of it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just ride the wave. Just figure out what's yeah. cool. So I guess my sound will, yeah, be like I'm that, like, I'm still that '90s like boom bap skate punk rap kid that, also <laughs> really fucks with some mainstream mm-hmm. vibey, you know, turn up shit sometimes too. But I can get in my feels. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If I want to.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow, I was expecting one big word, but you gave me one big phrase. That's cool, too. Oh, well, one big word?
1: I don't know what a, one one word I know, would that's be. Why,
0: that's why I was intrigued by your answer. I was like, let me see if he comes up with a word or if you already had a word.
1: I mean, I, like, heart hop is, is what is what I do. Like, okay, that's kind okay. of the brand of 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 what I would, you know, if I had to sum up. Mm-hmm. Really, what my sound is, what my brand is, what Echo really is, mm-hmm. and what the community really is, is heart hop. And that's... Okay. A more just genuine uh approach you know a vulnerable genuine approach to modern day music and to on a modern soundscape you know what i'm saying is being able to to hang with the rest of them but still be able to do yourself Mm -hmm. you know what i mean
0: yeah i like that that's cool never heard of that before um so i want to talk about reverse yeah because that song stuck out to me
1: that's jamie she's not here that's her favorite song i think
0: but i was like no it's like it was the lyrics that that you know that that i was like hmm because that happens to a lot of us right yeah yeah where so it's like do we go back and we get a bag or do we just tell them to fuck off
1: you tell them to fuck off every time (laughs) my opinion yeah it's not i've had this i mean it's happened a lot especially like the last two years or Mm -hmm. whatever people who hated on me when I was coming up or Mm -hmm. on my grind, especially in the beginning. If you stick around long enough, Mm -hmm. if you work hard enough, you're going to pass all those people up. And it's it's happened in every level of my career from Mm -hmm. the very beginning, little local scene to the, to the next part. Every level has come with people just hating and talking shit or ignoring me. Mm -hmm. And At the beginning, I try and get that acceptance, and once I realize it's not there, like I don't dwell on it, I just go work. Because at the end of the day, like I didn't, I'm not here to make songs for rappers, Mm -hmm. I'm not here to make friends with rappers, I'm not here to be even necessarily accepted by other artists. I'm here to connect with my fans and Mm -hmm. make the music I want to make. Yeah, that's all I care about. So I'll, but I'll try because it is nice to be accepted by your peers and shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if it doesn't, it's like fuck it. I'm fine. I'll go over here and do my own thing. Yeah. And then eventually, just pass it up, and those people will come back around. Like, yo, like you're I know good. you're fucking killing it. Yeah. Like, you know, I shouldn't have said that or whatever. Fuck. Yeah. And you know, there's even a lot of people where it's like, dude, you know, that have come back asking for stuff. And I know they're not bad people, and I know mm. you know they were just in whatever situation they are in yeah. and feeling but at the end of the day there's people i want you know even like dude i would like to to do this feature for you i would like to
3: mm-hmm.
1: put you on or let you play the show with me and all this kind of shit but yeah. i can't in the right mind
3: mm-hmm.
1: in my heart when if you've caused me even a moment yeah. of of discomfort yeah. emotionally or with my people mm-hmm. or or caused me stress that that causes strain you know with with someone i care about or any of that shit are just stuck in my mind or fucked with me yeah for a even a minute mm-hmm. there's no way i can like i just can't i can't Yeah, it's not. you know nice. what i mean i like even though i want to like dude there's something in me it's just like you brought that man like mm-hmm. you did this to yourself i'm sorry but yeah. like this is just the way it is
0: deal with the consequences to you know them.
1: so maybe next time just don't fucking hate on people for no reason. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Find the good. Mm-hmm. Like, why why burn a bridge before you've even built one?
0: Exactly. You
1: know what I mean. And that's, I guess, that comes from the fact like I've never been one to like start drama or shit like that. I'd always rather build, mm-hmm. especially with people that are dope. Yeah. I don't get um insecure. I don't get threatened by people that mm-hmm. are dope. I get inspired, and I want to work yeah, with you. I don't want to fucking hate on you and mm-hmm. try and like battle you if someone's dope i'm like yo i want to work with that person yeah. i want to figure out how they do what they do you know what i mean yeah. and that's why even like with the features i have are all from people that i think are incredibly dope that i look up to that i think are sick and when i send a song out for a feature
3: mm-hmm.
1: i want you to fucking crush me yeah i'm not a guy who's gonna be like yo you fucking kill. like if i'm sending you a song for a feature mm-hmm. i'm a fan of you yeah and if you don't come back with some shit that's crazy. I'll be, you know,
0: <laughs> like what the fuck? Why did you ask this?
1: <laughs> yeah, not even like, but I'm, I'm going to be, you know, bummed out. Cause mm-hmm. if I, I want you to do some dope shit, like, yeah. cause at the end of the day, this is my song I live with. Mm-hmm. And I want the, I want to service the song the best it can. Yeah. And I felt like I did the best I could do. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm sending it out, I want whoever I send it to, to come back with fire. So I want you to do better than me. I want, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. at the end of the day, I'm a fan and I like dope shit. Exactly. So bring it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not going to get in, like insecure about it or mm-hmm. try and hate on someone for being better than me. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's always going to be somebody better than me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and I'm not yeah. delusional.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god. Um so one of, one of your songs made me feel really old. It was your Damn. Yeah, I know. I was just like, holy crap. It was the butterfly song. Oh
3: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it made you feel old? Yes. So you're like, damn, I remember when this shit was popping. Oh,
0: God. that That's really what it was. I was like, holy shit. What, yeah. what made you <laughs> want to use that?
1: That's what it is. Cause you hear that beat and you're like, mm-hmm. that beats fucking slaps, dude. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Like that yes. beat is iconic for a reason. It is. Yeah. Like that there's something about it. That's just special. Mm-hmm. And, um, originally i was just trying to think of something to remix because i wanted to to do something um to make something new Mm -hmm. and uh looking back on the song that's like one of those songs that for some reason became like a guilty pleasure okay you know what i'm saying like people didn't want to outwardly say they liked it but it's on everybody's fucking playlist Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah and the beat was still dope and i was like i want to remix something but i don't want to remix if i do remix anything it's usually i just take something and kind of make it my own mm-hmm. but i don't want to do anything modern i don't like rapping other other rappers beats and shit like that yeah. it's not really my thing and, and i heard that song when i was like i should try and see if i could do this because mm-hmm. this shit's dope and i've never heard anybody
0: yeah never do it yeah
1: and uh, and that's weird because this shit slaps. Yeah. And I was like, if somebody does it right, this song could possibly like uh-huh. have like a resurgence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I just started writing to it and figuring it out, and then we remade it from scratch. And I, when I was making, I was like, I think this is gonna be dope. And then when I did the hook, I was like, yeah, I think this is good. Mm-hmm. I think it might
0: yeah
1: do something. Maybe on TikTok, it'll pop off or something. Oh, definitely, yeah. And then it did, which was dope. But uh, yeah, it was cool. And we're not that we're not done with it yet. Oh, really? No. Okay. Yeah, it's still...
0: So, can you tell us?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Can I mean, there's does
0: to... He's just like, oh, no.
1: Well, so I made the song and like it popped off on TikTok and then mm-hmm. crazy the dude from Crazy Town reached out.
0: Oh, shit.
1: So, we're doing like an official remix.
0: That is so tight. With him
1: on it. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be dope.
0: Dude, that's fucking tight. Congratulations.
1: That's so Thank cool. You. But I'm sorry I made you feel old. But it's supposed to not. It's supposed to... <laughs> It's supposed to make, it's supposed to make you, you feel like, it's supposed to make you feel like, uh, hopefully that you're still in the mix.
0: Ah, uh, okay. No, I was, you know what like, I, mean? I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen that music video in forever. And then I went and I YouTubed it and I was like, oh my God. Cause you know, it's different quality now. Like, yeah. Look old videos, And I was like, oh my God, it just made me feel really old.
1: Some of those videos <laughs> are so like, you're like, why were you, what were you thinking? Not even that one, but you know what? <laughs> Yeah. You remember the Linkin Park in the end video? That shit is whack. If you look that, at the special effects on that. <laughs> It's are funny. so bad and it's such a good song yeah. but like that special effects was like what the fuck and at happened
0: the time, we thought that was so cool right i think so, even at
1: the time i was like what is this
0: no i, I remember <laughs> watching music videos and being like holy shit or even like old movies and then i re them like with my little brother he just turned 18 so i i show him like old videos or old yeah, movie yeah. videos and he's like what the fuck is this and i'm just like you know what just listen to the song like
1: <laughs> it's funny too because right? it's like how come when it came out we didn't see anything wrong with it but now right? we see but is it because that was just as good as they could do so you're like wow
0: i think so but it was
1: still just this just as bad then as it is now but i guess now you just have like a meter to base it against
0: that's what it is
1: yeah it's It's, interesting it's
0: bad (laughs) um so with with your music the way you grow your fan base and you put out a lot of singles and stuff what is it that you truly want your fans to take away from your music if anything
1: that's interesting What I want them to take away with the music. Mm -hmm. Um, I want anyone who, like, listens and relates to my music Mm -hmm. just to feel something. Okay. You know, whether it's, like, a song like Martian and it just makes you feel, like, hyped up and, like, Mm -hmm. good about yourself or, like, you know, driving to work and, like, all right, today's not going to be as bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or a song like Dope Sick, if you're going through some shit and you're, you're addicted to some shit or... Something like that. And you feel like someone else gets it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or a song like I'm not all right. If you're not, you know, if you're not feeling right in your head and you're going through some shit, Mm -hmm. you feel like somebody gets it. Yeah. Um, Or, you know, a song like Reverse when you're on some fuck you type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just there's a full spectrum range of emotions that human beings go through. Yeah. And I'd like to be able to hit on at least one of them in each song to make you feel seen or you know just i guess not alone or just like you just feel connected to something you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i would like for you to to go to leave the music feeling like there's some sort of connection and some you know you relate with it
0: yeah so it kind of like um like i went through this like you're not alone type shit kind of yeah yeah, okay.
1: yeah. i mean that's growing up when i was listening to music growing up um that was that was a big thing for me was just feeling like I wasn't alone in the All world right. and somebody got me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm, f- you know, especially when you're growing up, you don't feel like your parents get you. Yeah. You don't feel like the kids at school get you a lot of times. Maybe a couple of your friends really do, but do they know everything? Or mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when you sit at home, it's also the beautiful thing about music when you think about it is what other types of artistic mediums are something that you ingest completely alone Mm-hmm in a big way, but also in a crowd of thousands of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you take it, this thing that you so intimately connected with by yourself in your room, mm-hmm. and then when that band or that artist comes to play in your city, then you're sharing that connection that other people had probably in the same way, mm-hmm. either in the car, in the room, in their headphones by themselves, but then you share that all together in a big group of people. Yeah. I think that's why playing live shows is so powerful too. hmm you know what I mean? Because when the person next to you is singing the, the lyrics that you're singing next to you, that the person on the stage—it's like this whole yeah. like weird connection that everybody kind of you know has with each other, and it's it's just a really cool thing.
0: We all become in sync. For, yeah.
1: Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's crazy because I've actually made a lot of friends like going to concerts alone and just being like, oh, like this is your favorite song too. You're singing it with me type shit, and you just you just never know.
1: Yeah, cuz especially like that shit on those songs like that. Mm-hmm. Not to like you're not g- <laughs> you're not going to meet those people at like a uh, uh, you know, bad bitches is the only thing that like <laughs> yeah. you like that could be like, "Oh, you're into this shit too. You're into some like that that could even be yeah. it too." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if you're at a show and it's like on some real shit, it's like that's something that you can really connect with another yeah, person right. through. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess the bad bitches type thing too. Yeah.
0: I mean, I feel like that's more like of a club thing. Like, yeah, for oh, yeah, sure. Like shots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what is next for Echo?
1: Um. Tour starts on Sunday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. It's my first headlining tour. So that'll start then. And then we're just going to continue putting out mm-hmm. singles, probably leading towards the next record. Yeah. And music videos, some cool features, and mm-hmm. just try and push the envelope, push the sound, mm-hmm. make the moves intentional. Yeah, um, make the music and everything that comes from it more intentional, and that's you know just continue to grow and mature. Not only in the music, but the way we we put it out and yeah. and things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations on tour! Thank you, I appreciate it. I know that's a little scary because everything kind of paused last year because of COVID and stuff. So
1: yeah, it's scary right now. Hoping I know it's scary right now too. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I well. think, I think if it goes through, which there, there doesn't seem to be any issue. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you. That's cool.
1: Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm.
0: it. Um, do you want to let the people know where they could find you and stuff before we get out of here?
1: Yeah. You can find me any social media platforms. It's all the same. It's at echo music spelled E K O H music
0: all right and thank you for pulling up congratulations on hey thank you for having two. me on tour and i hope you enjoy the conversation as much as i did yeah absolutely i appreciate <laughs> you having me for sure no problem thank you for pulling it yeah all day here we go